What's going on, guys? This is Dylan. I'm your host. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Pigskin Podcast. I'm here with Logan, my co-host. How you doing today, Logan? Doing well. How you doing, Dylan? Pretty well, man. How is uh, how's Corpus going? How's the quarantine treating you so far? Oh, you know, South Texas isn't too bad, but how's the quarantine going in a packed city like Houston? Man, it's crazy. There's lines everywhere outside the stores. They're letting 50 people in at a time. Uh, I feel like an outsider. I'm one of the few ones not wearing mask or gloves or anything like that. I'm just kind of doing my own thing, hanging out with my puppy, and just thank God the NFL free agency hit us because it's something we needed as just a sports fans, sports world. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this virus shakes everything up. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of the virus, um, so the NFL draft, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so we did just get word, I think, what, like a week or so ago that the NFL draft is going to be going on as planned April 23rd through the 25th. Uh, there was some speculations that the draft would be pushed back, uh, but with the season, you know, not starting until what end of August, beginning of September, they're not planning on that being pushed back at all. So Roger Goodell sent out that memo saying that, the draft's going to go planned, uh, but it's going to be fully virtual. So uh, that's going to be something new, something that I haven't ever seen in my lifetime. I know they used to do it on blackboards back in the day. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? How do you think this is going to go? Yeah, it's definitely a step step aside from landlines and, and personal emails and, and text messages for sure. Um, I think it's going to go kind of nuts. I don't see it going smoothly. Um, I, I'm not sure that, that – teams were given enough time to prepare for this even though they, they could have been a little proactive and, and taking it upon themselves seeing what was coming but um, I'm interested to see I, I think it's going to be a little bit chaotic um, but it, it might turn out better than I think yeah man it's definitely going to be something new I mean a lot of these general managers and owners in general are a little bit older so I think it's going to be a little a little funny trying to see these old guys try to work this technology rather than, you know, having all their coaches and all their assistants kind of help them out with all that, all their IT guys. Uh, I think with IT guys in general, I mean, that's that's another thing that we're, that we're getting reports on. I know you were talking about, uh, was it Jim Harbaugh? John, yeah, John, Jim Harbaugh. John, yeah, Jim Harbaugh. He's kind of worried about, uh, you know, the – the IT guys coming into their homes, uh, obviously with the social distancing and all that going on, uh, just they're coming in their homes. How, how do you think that's going to play out? I mean, do you think they had enough time to be able to get this all set up? Yeah, it makes me wonder, is, uh, is the highest paid member in the organization going to be the IT guys this year? Or, or how's that going to work? Are they going to get the biggest contracts? But, but no, I, I think uh, as long as it's a, a guy in the organization that, that – the GM or the owners trust enough to let into their homes. And if they can work a system out where they're away and they can get the IT guys in there to set things up as long as it's, I mean, as long as it's dependable, um, as we know, we're, we're deep into the internet world in, in the entire community of, of everywhere. So it's, uh, it's interesting. We, we still have a lot of faults with internet connection, connectivity. I mean, things drop in and out here and there, uh, especially when you have too many things running on one, one router and stuff like that. So maybe these guys have enough money to, to have the strongest internet capabilities in the nation. Yeah, man. So, I mean, even with the, uh, the, the really good internet that all these teams are going to have, obviously these guys are insanely rich. So I'm sure they can afford all the fiber optic and stuff. I know there's still some, uh, some concerns around the league that uh, basically hacking. I mean, whether it be, 
just outside hackers or, you know, people from the organizations themselves? I mean, do you think that's something that could actually happen within this, this draft this year? Um, I don't know if it's justified, really. Uh, I think that in a time like this where the community all is, is kind of pulling together, that it, it might be a little bit of an outlandish thing. Um, I saw an NBC report that, that John Harbaugh was actually a, a guy who, who had brought this up as, as a potential issue. Um, like I said, I think just due to the matters and due to the time, especially with this virus and everybody being so out of, out of their norm and out of their comfort zone, I don't see it, it being a thing, but um, who knows? There might be a couple of teams or maybe one specific team that might do something like that. But Yeah, I mean, I don't think we would ever know which team that could be, right? I mean, yeah, maybe I up there in that, that, that northeast part of the United I States. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a team that just lost their quarterback, a uh, team that maybe has been accused of a couple maybe. things against my team and other teams. Anyway. Maybe a team with a sketchy pass. I don't know. But like I said, maybe just because of this, this virus, maybe it'll kind of keep the camaraderie alive and, and hopefully they don't. Nothing like that happens on draft day, but never know. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it'll be a clean draft. I think it will be a definitely one for the books. Uh, like I said, it's going to be the first time this happened in my lifetime at least. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, how do you think it's going to go as far as like the the basically the the feed for the fans? Like, how are we going to watch this draft? I mean – I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen any reports or any any statements from the NFL, Roger Goodell, or any anybody or or any organizations uh, in the NFL about how fans are going to watch. I'm I'm assuming that they're going to put a, a a live broadcast in place somewhere, whether that's ESPN or, or whatever it may be. Whoever has the rights, I don't know who has the television rights to the draft. Um, but I, I'm sure that that will come out and, and we'll all get some way to to mass watch it. Um, one thing I did read up on is is that this is going to be the first year, really, that the draft doesn't have any any uh, competition viewership wise, just because the, the other sports that would usually be running at this time aren't. Uh, NBA playoffs would be starting right around this time. Um, MLB would would just be coming into fruition here, um, but since both of those seasons are delayed slash canceled so far, um, you really don't have that competition on draft day. I don't know. Is there to to make an internet broadcast? I don't know if that could cause complications with with the systems going down or flooding it. Because I know certain websites and certain places to view things, if if it has too many viewers and, and websites are getting flooded, they tend to to shut down and, and tend to have problems. So I don't know if that's that's an issue at all. I don't know if they're broadcasting it on normal television. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure of the small details on how that's going to work, but it's going to be interesting because there's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot that that organizations watch on draft day highlights, um, stats, like even practices, you know, they watch a lot of stuff while in these communications. And, and um, it's going to be interesting because there's, there's a lot more than just being on a camera and picking a team. You know, they have to speak to other organizations. They, they trade picks, they trade players. There's, there's multiple things going on at once. It's not just one easy thing. Um, to do do it one time, so it's, I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, like I said earlier, I think that IT becomes your most important person and factor on draft day this year, by far. Yeah, I think a lot of IT guys are going to be getting raises after this off season for sure. Uh, 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, uh, bringing up, you know, how a lot of these other sports are basically postponed or canceled. So, I mean, that's going to be basically the only thing we have for these, these you know, three days going on. Uh, no NBA, no. I think they even canceled uh, or postponed the Summer Olympics as well. So, I mean, that's something that, you know, teams were or athletes were getting prepared for, and that's not even happening anymore. Um, from what I heard, it's going to be – like you said, not really any official reports, but it's going to be kind of like the day three of the draft where everything's just kind of on the board and you're just getting the live feed on Bleacher Report the entire time. But that's going to be the entire draft just on our television. You know, obviously nobody's going up there and shaking Roger Goodell's hand. Uh, I know in Las right. Vegas, they're talking about this year how they're going to be bringing a boat to the uh, – like a speedboat to the freaking – the stage and having them, you know, go up there that, that way. Uh, one thing that's going to suck, though, is, I mean, this is – like Las Vegas is year, right? A lot of teams put in bids to to host these NFL, NFL drafts. And one thing I, I at least read was they're not getting a, a do-over next year automatically. They had to put a bid in again. And I think the earliest they had was the 2022 season. So they had to wait. You know, and this, is, this is for Las Vegas? Yeah, for Las Vegas. So, I mean, you know, obviously with the Raiders coming into town, uh, the Vegas fans, you know, that, that's good. that's bringing in a lot of revenue for that city, which obviously, you know, they have it with the casinos already anyways. But yeah. the NFL draft brings in a lot of revenue, and to have it to where they can't even have it that, this year, that's a lot of money lost. And, you know, they had to put a bid in, like I said, I think it's for the 2022 season. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, what else, uh, what else do we have on this? I mean, anything else that we could talk about on this? Um, I think we, we kind of went through all the main concerns. I, I think that, like we said, I mean, it's, it's going to be complicated with, with no, uh, no players getting team workouts. Um, another, another point to all this is that in comparison to other drafts in previous years, that this isn't a weak draft. It's, it's going to go deep. It's a, it's a heavy wide receiver draft. It's, it's something that people are going to pay attention to more than the lottery. You know, there's, we've seen drafts in, in, in past years and past seasons where, okay, you get honestly even the top eight people. And then, you know, after that, you, you don't see any names you even know or that, that you recognize whatsoever. But this year isn't one of those years. This year is going to be a year that I think there's a lot of teams that, that need big pieces and there's teams that need wide receivers. And this is a heavy wide receiver draft. I think it could end up going uh, a lot of ways. You have, you have teams that are in heavy needs of quarterback and, and you have Joe Burrow and, and all these other quarterbacks coming out of college this year. And and uh, I think that it's going to make cause for a lot of trades and a lot of last-minute moves. And, and I think it's going to be complicated with all this, this internet-based operation. But like I said, I mean, it's it's all up in the air, man. It's This, this whole thing is going to be a complicated new experience for everybody. I mean, the, the fans, the organizations, the players, everybody. I think it's just going to be something so new. And, and uh, I mean – Sitting on the outside in, uh, I kind of hope it doesn't go smoothly. I'd like to see some some good entertainment. You know, I've, we've all, I think we've all missed a little bit of silly sports in this time. So I think that we could all you know we could all live for some meme moments to happen out of this draft. But but yeah, at the same time, I, I hope that the organizations get what they need to get and uh, they can do that smoothly and, and uh, efficiently. Yeah, definitely need some uh, some bloopers coming out of this. Uh, one thing I want to touch on with the bringing back the hacking, I know there's some safeguards that we're going to be put into place for these teams, like as far as conference calls go. Uh, I work in the, you know, the sales industry where, you know, there's 150 clubs in the nation. We have conference calls all the time. 
So uh, we always have that one guy that always unmutes his phone during a conference call and nobody can hear anything except for what's going on, you know, in that guy's office. So I feel like with what we touched on with, you know, the older guys and not really knowing how to work out this technology, I feel like some way we're going to get a meme or a blooper because one of these guys is going to unmute their phones. They're going to be talking about who they're planning on drafting, but they're not drafting for the next three or four picks. And then a team ahead of them is going to be drafting that player and just ruin the entire draft. Yeah, I definitely see something going wrong at least, you know, five or six times. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think we're just going to get one mess up, but you know, maybe, maybe we're, uh, maybe we're underestimating the league and maybe we're underestimating these organizations. Maybe they really can put this thing together and put it, put it together right and, and make it run smoothly. Um, I just think it's a big issue that these teams aren't getting to see what they want out of the players. Um, right before the draft because that's something that that has proven to be really crucial for for organizations is to see these last minute things and and thing and have these conversations with people and and not you know it's it's different talking over the phone from somebody than it is sitting somewhere and having a meeting having a meal doing something you know getting their intangibles getting their mannerisms their leadership qualities like i think that it's it's a pretty crucial deficit this year um but hopefully hopefully the teams can overcome it and then uh they can make something work with these players that they draft and hopefully there there isn't a whole bunch of contract buyouts in a couple of years yeah man that's actually a great point uh you know typically this is the point where teams are getting to go like you said have meals with these guys and uh, meet them meet their families talk to them really get to know the guys and they're not getting to do that everything's their their entire world is spinning around getting this this virtual draft set up I mean, I know the NFL was limiting them to three conference calls a week per player, like, and they have to, they have to basically log every time they have a conference call. And like you just said, I mean, just having a conference call, and I mean, we've had job interviews before, right, where we're all right. up, ready to go, <laughs> yeah. and just being super professional and all that. But I mean, not to say you know, not everybody's like that, but not everybody's like that. I know in my my organization, at least the Colts, I mean. Chris Ballard is very huge on the character of the guy. He wants the right guys in the locker room. We didn't sign a big-name free agent to our team for the longest time up until this year because he didn't think the locker room was ready. We were a young team. He didn't want that big-name free agent to come in there and just like kind of ruin the locker room because you've seen time and time again in sports where, yeah, you might sign a great player, but then what's it do for your team? You might win a couple games. You're not going to win the championship because locker room drama and all this trouble and all that. So. I, mean, I, I, I know you see this Cowboys jersey I got on. You know my, you know my team's got a history of signing troubled cases and trying to fix them. So, you know, I know all about that. I mean, it's like I said, I think it all just ties in, and, and it's an issue that these organizations can't sit down and have real conversations with these these people and, and see what's going on in their real lives, and not not a suit and tie phone call interview operation. You know, like a real get to know them hometown situation that, that they've been able to have in previous years that they won't be able to have this year. I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty big, pretty big issue, but yeah. Another, yeah. Another thing on that, I mean, this is a time where a lot of these, these kids that are coming from small schools that weren't invited to the combine. I mean, that this is a huge time for them. They're having, they're able to do these pro days at their colleges and they're not yeah. able to do that now. So, you know, guys like, I don't know, uh, like Darius Leonard, we drafted him in the second round out of South Carolina State. Like these, like these real small schools that aren't in you know the big, the big you know uh, 
Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, the ones that are always nationally televised that you're seeing so much tape on, and then being able to run their 40s, do their verticals and all that. I mean, they're having right. to basically do Instagram videos now and just tag NFL uh, you know, teams for them to see that. I mean, it, it's insane. Nobody's able to really watch, who was it, uh, Tua. He had to do his own pro day, basically, and just post it to his Instagram so teams could actually see, oh, this guy's healthy. But that's another yeah. thing. I mean, they're having to see it through a video camera, which you can edit right. rather than going in person and seeing, oh, did he flinch this time? Oh, did he pull up on his hamstring? Or uh, what was it? Dislocated his knee or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's basically me. the point is you can you can edit all this stuff out to make it to where you look like the best player ever. Um, right. To these teams. Right. But they're Get rid not all the able to see it. And, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. But I mean, I... Like you said earlier, I want to see all the contract buyouts within the next couple of years. I know your rookie contracts typically about four years, so I want to see how many of these guys actually get signed to a, a next contract and how many stay on right. after the rookie contract. How many get moved, yeah, absolutely. I think I think that this year is going to be full of, due to the circumstances, is going to be full of filling a position based on position, not player. Um, and what I mean by that is your team says, hey, I need a wide receiver. But you need a wide receiver, but what you don't know is you drafted somebody else, but you needed CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't differentiate because you don't you don't have these protos, you don't have these conversations, you don't you don't have these these meetings to see these intangibles, which I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I think it's important to focus on because you're shooting in the dark. You're you're filling a position that you know you need, but you don't know if you're filling it with the right guy, which I guess is is something that you kind of go through every year, but at least then you get a better look. This year you get none you're blind i mean like i mean if you want to take phone interviews and and college interviews post-game interviews and you want to use that i mean you can but you're not going to get the same effect as you have in previous years with sit downs um so like i said i think it's gonna it's gonna be risky because you're filling position based on position you're not filling position based on player um and that's risky i think for a lot of teams that that this was a crucial year for their their draft um i think that it's it, it could come back to bite bite teams for sure definitely man i mean if any nfl team wants to go ahead and uh, bring me in for the draft uh logan mm-hmm. knows i did win our 2019 fantasy football league am i right ladies so teams bring uh, me in Colts bring me in get my foot in the door I'll, I'll be in chris ballard i'll stay six feet away and we can make these draft picks together so you think uh, you think Monster will sponsor us if I put the can like this, put a little bit higher, get a little yeah, sponsorship if, from them? I think if we we dream, anything's possible, man. Yeah, Monster, if you're watching this right now, go ahead and sponsor us. I see that Dallas Mavericks. I know this is an NFL channel right now, but I see Mark that Cuban. Dallas Cuban back. So Mark Cuban, <laughs> a uh, you know what is it? Shark Tank. Go ahead and give us yep. <laughs> you know give us a little bit of capital, get this thing going, get us better equipment, better audio, and I think we'll get this thing going. Sure. The Pigskin uh, Podcast. Remember that. Remember that. Yeah, pigskin podcast guys all right Logan. well thanks for uh thanks for coming to the to the podcast today uh have a good one be safe and uh we'll catch you later all right for sure dylan you too catch you next time man.